Today is the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. The epistle for the Mass today is taken from St. Paul's epistle to the Ephesians, chapter 4. Brethren, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man, who according to God is created in justice and holiness of truth. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak ye the truth every man with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your anger. Give not place to the devil. He that stole, let him now steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have something to give to him that suffereth need. And the Holy Gospel. is taken from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 22. At that time, Jesus spoke to the chief priests and the Pharisees in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a king who made a marriage for his son. And he sent his servants to call them that were invited to the marriage, and they would not come. Again, he sent other servants, saying, Tell them that were invited, Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My beeves and fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come ye to the marriage." But they neglected and went their ways, one to his farm and another to his merchandise. And the rest laid hands upon the servants, and having treated them contumeliously, put them to death. But when the king had heard of it, he was angry, and sending his armies, he destroyed those murderers and burnt their city. Then he saith to his servants, The marriage indeed is ready, but they that were invited were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as you shall find, call to the marriage. And his servants going forth into the ways gathered together all that they found, both bad and good. And the marriage was filled with guests. And the king went in to see the guests, and he saw there a man who had not on a wedding garment. And he saith to him, Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having on a wedding garment? But he was silent. And the king said to the waiters, Bind his hands and feet, and cast him into the exterior darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Thus far the words of the Holy Gospel. Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having on a wedding garment? These words are taken from the gospel for the Mass today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. My dear friends, we know from the catechism and from our personal experience that the Church uses numerous ceremonies in the administration of the sacraments. The purpose of the ceremonies is to give us a greater appreciation for the sacraments and to increase our reverence and our devotion. The sacred rites also help explain the meaning and significance of the sacraments, and they show us in a visible way what effects the sacraments produce invisibly in our souls. Among the many symbolic ceremonies is one that happens during the rite of baptism. After the actual act of baptism, the pouring of the water over the head and the saying of the words, after that the priest gives a small white cloth or a baptismal garment to the one baptized. 
And while giving the garment, the priest says, Receive this white garment, which mayest thou carry without stain before the judgment seat of our Lord Jesus Christ, that thou mayest have eternal life. Now, at a glance, this seems like a small and even somewhat of an insignificant ceremony. But it contains a very important lesson for us, one that we must take very seriously. The fathers of the church tell us that the baptismal garment signifies the brightness and beauty of the soul in sanctifying grace, that the white cloth shows in an outward way the purity of the soul in the state of grace. But with that symbolism, the church also reminds us that we are entrusted with a sacred and a solemn obligation. And that obligation is to carry that baptismal garment, that whiteness of soul throughout life, to keep it clean and to have it intact when we appear before the judgment seat of our Lord. Receive this white garment and carry it without stain before the judgment seat of our Lord Jesus Christ. Each of us, my dear friends, has received this baptismal garment at our baptisms. Whether we were baptized as infants or adults, whether or not we actually received a white cloth, we all did receive that brilliance of soul. We all received the garment of grace which that cloth symbolizes. And each of us must take care of that garment so that when we meet Christ at our judgment, it will be intact. We must take care of it because those who go to judgment without it or those who have neglected it throughout life, those who have stained it, those who have torn it by mortal sin and have not cleaned it or mended it, those people will suffer the same fate as the man at the marriage feast in the gospel. When the king saw that that man did not have on a wedding garment, that is, when he saw that one of the guests he invited did not come dressed formally for the occasion, that he had come in normal, everyday, informal clothing to a royal wedding. He went up to him and he asked him, Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having on a wedding garment? Basically, why would you come to a royal wedding feast dressed like that? And how did you even get in here? How did that man respond? What did he say? He was silent. He didn't have an answer. There was nothing he could say. And so what happened? He was cast out. He was cast out. It will be the same for us, my dear friends, if at judgment, we show up without our baptismal garment. It will be the same for us if we show up having nothing more to show for our baptismal garment than some muddied, shredded rag. It will be the same for us. I mean, what would we say for ourselves if at judgment our Lord asked us, Friend, where is your baptismal garment? Friend, 
What did you do to your baptismal garment? What did you do to your soul? What excuse would we make? What would we say? We wouldn't say a word. For what could we say? We'd be silent just like that man in the gospel. My dear friends, one day each of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And what he will say to us at that moment depends on how we treated our baptismal garment in life. And I think when it comes down to it, to caring for our baptismal garment, there are basically three types of people, three classes of Catholics, if you will. The three types are the careless, the carefree, and the careful. The careless are those who just don't care. They are not concerned with saving their souls. They are not worried about what will happen if they die in the state of mortal sin. They couldn't care less if they go to judgment without their baptismal garment or with a dirty rag to show for it. The only things they care about are the entertainment, the news, the goods and pleasures of this world. Their only concern is with having a good time being successful in worldly concerns or just getting the most out of life, as they say. These people do not take time to pray. They don't make any effort in the practice of virtue. They freely walk headlong into the occasions of mortal sin. They rarely attend Mass and go to confession. And they rarely, if ever, go to Holy Communion. In a word, they are careless regarding the salvation of their souls. The second class of people is the carefree. One author defines carefree as the freedom to do what one wants without worry or concern for the circumstances, for the consequences. This class consists of those who care about their souls to a point but who are not concerned about damaging their baptismal garment with sinful thoughts, words, actions, and so on. They genuinely want to save their souls. But in many instances, they are more concerned with the things and pleasures of this world. They pray, but when they pray, they give in to willful and deliberate distractions. They rarely take time to say the rosary. It takes too long for them. They have other things to do. They don't go out of their way to avoid the occasions of mortal sin. They don't pray for strength when they're tempted. Instead, they convince themselves that they can just do whatever they want and go to confession later, presuming that there will always be time for that. They do attend Mass, but they don't make frequent confession a priority. And when they do receive Holy Communion, they do it out of routine and with little or no devotion. As for the practice of virtue, such as charity and patience, they only practice it when it's convenient, when it suits them. 
So basically, the carefree want to save their souls. But in the practical order, they put that second to just about everything else. The final group is sadly perhaps the smallest one. It's the careful. To be careful means to choose one's words and undertake one's actions with attentiveness and concern in order to prevent accidents and mistakes or to avoid causing damage. People in this class sincerely want to save their souls. They want to carry their baptismal garment without stain before the judgment seat of Christ. And they do all in their power to accomplish this. They are thus on guard, and they avoid the persons, places, and things that they know will lead them into mortal sin. They are dedicated to their daily prayers and to the rosary. They pray in time of temptation. And if they have the misfortune of falling into sin through weakness, they are quick to go to confession and have that stain removed from their baptismal garment. They faithfully attend Mass, they devoutly receive Holy Communion, and they strive to practice virtue daily, especially when it's difficult. These are characteristics of one who is careful with his baptismal garment. They are the marks of one who is putting the salvation of his soul first. Every Catholic, my dear friends, has received the white garment of grace in his soul at baptism and therefore falls into one of these three groups. And thus, each one of us here can be classified in one of them. So the question is this. To which group do we belong? Or rather, we should ask ourselves, to which group do I belong? How do we know? How do we discover whether we are among the careless, the carefree, or the careful? The answer is quite simple. We know by the choices we make. We determine which class we are in by our choices. How are we going to choose? Are we careless? Do we choose to follow the world by watching the impure movies and television shows, wearing the immodest fashions, listening to the obscene music, using the foul language of the world, giving in to the sinful cravings of our fallen human nature without so much as lifting a finger to fight them? Do we freely and carelessly enter the occasions of mortal sin? Are we only concerned with having a good time or with being successful or with just getting the most out of life? Do we neglect attendance at Mass, rarely go to confession and Holy Communion? Are we carefree? Do we willfully and deliberately distract ourselves during our prayers? Do we make little or no effort to avoid the occasions of mortal sin or to pray when we're tempted? Are we presumptuous, presuming that we can just live how we want and then go to confession later? 
Do we receive the sacraments only infrequently? We strive to practice charity, patience, and the other virtues only when it's convenient for us to do so. Is the salvation of our souls more important to us than anything else in this world? Or are we careful being on guard and avoiding those persons, places, and things that we know will lead us into mortal sin? Attending Mass faithfully, going to confession frequently, receiving Holy Communion devoutly, being devoted to our daily prayers, especially the rosary, and striving to pray in time of temptation and practice virtue while not being surprised at our failures, but rising from the fall, more determined to overcome our faults and become the saints God has called us to be. Are we careless? Are we carefree? Or are we careful in the work of saving our souls? That's the question. And it's the choices we make in this life that determine the answer. It's our choices that decide whether we will go to judgment with an unstained baptismal garment or with one that is little more than a dirty rag. And it's our choices that ultimately decide where we will spend eternity. If you examine yourselves and you find that maybe you're in the wrong class of people, don't be discouraged by this. There are countless saints in heaven today who at one time were among the carefree and even the careless, but who by their subsequent choices became most careful and are now among the greatest saints in heaven. And if we do our part, that can and will be us too. But we have to do our part. We have to choose what is right. May we, my dear friends, with the help of Our Lady, ever strive to make that choice, to choose what is right, even when it's hard, and to pray for strength to do the right thing when it is hard. And may we ever strive to be among the careful, so that having carried our baptismal garment throughout life, we may present it without stain before the judgment seat of Christ and be found worthy to hear the most glorious words that can ever be heard by man. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.